I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. I'm Mark Haynes. And I'm Julia Rayside. And over the next four months, we'll be taking you through the highs and lows of Strictly Come Dancing. All the winners. The losers. The huge name stars and the other ones. The inevitable relationship traumas. The gags. The pitiful gags. The awful, awful gags. The wonderful outfits. The complex structure of bets that could leave you better off by one million pounds. And everything that happens both on and off the dance floor. It's the curse of Strictly. Keep listening, subscribing, telling your friends and dancing. Paul is absolutely awful. Hello and welcome to The Curse of Strictly. I'm Mark Haynes. And I'm Julia Rayside. Uh, and welcome. Thank you very much for choosing to listen. What we're doing here is, I think it's worth us saying it in advance, this is not a hatchet job on Strictly. We love Strictly. Exactly. We're not doing this because we hate it. And there are parts of it that I don't like. Of course there are. There are children I don't like that I've given birth to. But, you know, I wouldn't tell them. <laughs> that would be so much better if you had more than one. It's just one. Oh, sheesh. Uh, I can almost hear this being played in the therapist's room as we speak. Um, uh, you are a huge fan of, I of Strictly. I absolutely love it. It's the only Saturday night regular appointment to view thing that I've kept up with. Everything else has fallen away. This is the one that remains. It's been going now. This is the 17th year. Oh, my God. Goodness. I was I was thinking about this the other day, and there are people who have grown up and who are probably listening to this, and who are driving cars. Who... There are people who can legally shag now who were born after it started. <laughs> I'm so glad that it's not me who is desperately looking at the ages of people. It seems much more acceptable and palatable when it comes from you. I know. Thank you. Uh, are yes, you excited about this series? I'm genuinely excited, and I know we've had conversations already mm. where you've done you've trotted out that lazy line mark of who are. <laughs> Who are they? I know who everyone is. Who is it? Like, I don't think that matters. I think, I think last year was the first year. Uh, was it Joe Sugg came up and I was like, literally, I know who everyone is. I yeah. keep an eye on that kind of ephemera and I never encountered the man before. And obviously about four episodes and I ended up loving him. So I don't think it matters at all whether they're celebrities or not. What they have now is a really good mix. It's slightly heavy. It's slightly too heavy on the good dancers yeah. before they start. I want more journeys. Yeah. That word will be, should there be some kind of penalty for saying the word journey? <laughs> I think there might have to be. There'll be a jar with pounds in it. But um, I, I like the mix of different abilities. Before there were too many people who just couldn't dance. It was boring. Yeah. I, I've, I've I've got two. I've got two things about it. One is that every year the tabloids run the story: is this the worst? Is this the worst year, year ever? And that does happen. I went back through, and they go back to about two thousand and one. Oh my god! Absolutely. Before the show even started, yeah, it's lazy. It is lazy. Uh, my mother-in-law is also one who she when she finds out who is coming up, she will uh, ring my wife and she will say, <laughs> she will say, oh, I don't know who any of them are. I shouldn't do the impression. She That's increasingly to. going to happen. Yeah, it is. But also, within three weeks, as you say, she's entirely invested in the people because the nature of what a television show does, of course, is it says, here is a person, you might not know them, but we'll introduce you yeah. and you'll begin to follow them. I do think this year is a little bit of a stinker. Okay, and, go and on, tell me why. It's just because normally they have people from lots of different disciplines. 
That's there's true. There's normally a pop star in there somewhere. Yeah. There's normally someone who's a really big surprise that you go, wow, that's a great piece of out of okay. you know, blue sky thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think this year... Anne Widdicombe. <laughs> well, yeah, I know, exactly. I, I love to see uh, anti-abortionists uh, entertain me. Um, I, I, I do look at it and I do sort of think it, it's fine if you have three or four people that are, for want of a wet, better word, a little bit bland. They yeah. are the corporate presenters. Let's just say sports people. They've gone way too heavy on the sports people this uh, they year. They have, they uh. have. And, and I, I think the ones that they've chosen are not necessarily the best examples of the people who you might have got. Maybe. I wonder why, though. Is it just difficult to book like such a long period of your career out of whatever it is you normally do? I think the problem it's got, of course, is if you are really popular and you are working a great deal you cannot fit it no. into your schedule it's a huge commitment they literally make you dance forever <laughs> yes it's true there was there was a really good little bit which is the other side of, of that and it was about the professionals and it was on Sunday and it covered them a bit and this is the thing I've always thought ooh, I wish I'd seen do. that because the professionals this year ooh I'm rubbing my hands sorry carry on <laughs> there's, there's something I always think they should do and one is they should celebrate the history of the show more yeah okay and they, they don't do enough of that you can't see the old series on iPlayer which no, I, that is silly. I'd go back and watch like 17 years ago, series one again. Completely. Was that Natasha Kaplinsky? That yes, one? Yes, it was, yeah. That was, I mean, now knowing what we know retrospectively about some of the shenanigans going on, <laughs> I would see them with new eyes. Yeah. New. I'd it love w- to see them again. I, I do find it funny that they never do that. And they never sort yeah. of go, let's bring back Mark Ramprakash and he'll just do a, <laughs> he'll a do, he'll do I a, a dance. I know, but say. it is funny where it's a, a television show that's been going for 17 yeah, years yeah. that has no interest in its own history. Yes, you're right. They don't, they don't back ref a lot. They, they often, they, they, did obviously bring back Stacey Dooley to dance with Kevin at yeah. that launch show a couple of weeks ago but it is it's disappointing isn't it because they're always the best bits uh, 100% you get 100%. to see that jive again or whatever it is and the other did. thing I think they, they don't do enough of really is they don't say why the professionals are so revered you don't get to see them just doing really their day jobs I th- but I think though there's definitely a sense of we probably all know people who've worked on the show and there's definitely a sense of keeping the professionals in their place I think it's like you are easily replaced well that's really true <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was thinking about this on the way in. I was thinking, why is it you never see any of the dancers, with like tiny exceptions, like an AJ Pritchard on Loose Women sort of <laughs> yeah. thing? You never see them out, yeah. doing any other sh- any other shows. They never I, get to do interviews. I bet those contracts are like absolutely roped down. Mm. And they they definitely they obviously they're doing things like um, Karen Howard this year. She's gone back to Karen Howard, obviously now after her divorce. Yeah, it's actually the name of her first husband. Oh, who that she's is, divorced that is from. a slap in the face. So she, she's not. She's, <laughs> that she's tells of, a story. She, She's, she's rolled it back one, but she's like, I'm not going to go all the way back to my maiden name. She might name. just not like her maiden name. I don't know. Maybe no, how it's better on the posters or something. But yeah, no, they get the, obviously they do their own shows. So they're always promoting, you know, the tour of this or the West End run of that. But uh, you're right. Other than that, TV seems to be something they just aren't no. allowed to do. Otherwise, you'd be everywhere, wouldn't you? And I do find it sad. I mean, I know there's been some sort of like uh, exceptions where it's been a sort of amicable split, like your, your James Jordan and Ola. Which was sort of a little bit fractious. Or they both left, didn't they? Yeah. Was it under a slight cloud? Or he, uh, no, he was a bit mouthy and. Uh, yeah, I, I they remember didn't there was like some kind of controversy about language uh, oh, that's being right. a thing. There yeah, was something yeah, yeah. a bit odd going on, but they were also being very. I think uh, you know they were they were using the tabloids to some degree to try and negotiate better contracts. Yes. seemed to be the sort of yeah, impression yeah, yeah, I got yeah. from it. Um, and they've very much been shunted out of the Strictly family, but everyone has. So yeah. all of the old professionals. 
you never see again. No, that's right. They, spend, they go and live you, on a farm. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying they kill them. There's a giant strictly bomb and they take Vincent and Flavio around. Okay, do you know what's around there? Lovely juicy bone. Off you go. But this is what I think I love most about this show. That was an amazing gunshot effect. Um, but the, the thing that, that I think, I think the reason why we probably both love it is that any show like this, any shiny floor, tits and teeth, sequins, thick makeup thing, where my favourite bit and my most my least favorite bit is the launch show where they find out who their partners are yeah. and so those plastered on smiles <laughs> and they're having to keep them up for like five ten minutes while the cameras are on them and then it's like and you're dancing with someone with a limp yeah. or someone oh, who's a bit old and creaky this is and, what i was hoping and they for. punch the air and those smiles just they don't crack it's it's what's going on behind those smiles it's why we're like gripped by it because obviously with the tabloid coverage that this show attracts now we do know who's getting divorced sometimes you yeah. know who's having an affair oftentimes i think we don't know and you know i and people who worked on the show have told me if you think they might be at it they're definitely at it <laughs> which I, it's just hearsay but I love that as an idea like the obviously those smiles are hiding a hell of a lot it's funny isn't it because the only ones that you look at now and you go they are off the market are the ones who got together with the celebrity <laughs> yes, last year or yes. the year before like Pasha and Rachel Riley yeah. and then this year Kevin and Stacey Dooley that's right and who have they given Kevin this year someone he definitely won't bang uh, yeah is it oh, let me I think it, <laughs> that's is always it, my favourite bit when they <laughs> give us a, 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 a reputed a shagger someone they definitely can't back. do you know what it's it's awful but yes you're absolutely right it's Annika Rice but, but that's not saying that he wouldn't fancy her it's just that there's Annika Rice is a woman who knows for... her own mind she's not going to throw away she's whatever not some she flighty madam no, for, no, no, for no. a fling with the, a dancer I mean exactly <laughs> that, that's very much something I do but it's also the dance choices as well so the first week obviously we know we, that they were sort of all given mm. it's quite a wide variety of dancers this year for a first episode yeah. because normally it's like it's two mm. one Latin one one born or it used to be and they'd be you know the least demanding so that you wouldn't get a complete sort of uh, flop of a routine out of the gate but th- this year they've given a couple of people um uh, they've given them jives. I think right. Katia and her partner have got a jive Yoink. first out, which is really fast and really hard. And you have to have core and muscles and, you know, reflexes to do that. I tell you what, this goes... I go, just think they're go- setting them up for an early fall. This is the dark arts of mm, what they do Behind here. the smiles. They were talking <laughs> on this professional show, which was sort of interesting because it showed you some of the stuff that goes on off camera. Not not that, it's not rude. Uh-oh. <laughs> and one of the things they were talking about was when they first get together, they have all the celebrities and all the dancers in the room. Yeah. And they have what they call a sort of, it's as long a chemistry circle. Yes, they're trying to see who sparks yeah. off who. Yeah. And so you've got your, 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 you know, Kevin sees Stacey Dooley and he's really overdoing it so that the producers will hopefully go, these guys have got chemistry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean... If you know BBC producers, the chances that they're in any way sort of paying any attention. They're just Aware of chemistry at all. Absolutely. They're What's sitting sex? there staring. They have got the same hair colour. That'll be about the level of height. It. It's just height, isn't it, basically? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the dark arts of it, of course, comes down to the fact that you mentioned Katya. That's a perfect example of they have given her a slightly duff partner. They're, well, they've got, so she's got Mike Bushell, yeah. who's the, the sports guy, who's he, definitely done the show eight years in a row, just yeah. with different suits. I don't understand how he hasn't done it before I'm sure he has one of my favourite things about Strictly is when they bring on the people from BBC Breakfast yeah. you hear their names for the first time <laughs> yes <laughs> no idea um, they, they've given him uh, her uh, Katya uh, Mike Bushell he's 53 I, I only mention he's 53 because nobody I think over something like 42 has ever won it so no no right he is an outlier in they, terms they of don't age. tend to I mean Debbie McGee might be the only person in the upper regions of age that got right to the end yeah, I think entirely yeah. and I think that there's a sense of it would be best for all concerned 
if Katya bowed out early on, yes. so she didn't make a scene, yes. and we didn't have to rake up the coals for the Sean Walsh incident. Again. <laughs> I thought they were going to give her Chris uh, Ramsey, the comedian. I thought they were definitely going to give her him. Oh, that and would, which would have been hilarious. <laughs> that really would have been. That really. Would, but, but I think that's a, a very BBC thing. I think there is there is something in place, which is, of course, we're not here to police your private morals. Yeah. But we are going to police your private morals <laughs> in a various number of ways. And sometimes it is like, here's some catnip. Do you like the catnip? Come and smell the catnip. <laughs> like they always give AJ some sort of young, quite cute, quite bouncy, blonde, lovely sort yeah. of young person. They are, and they have done that again. They are determined to get AJ to have <laughs> sexual intercourse <laughs> with one of his partners. I don't know if he needs that much encouragement. Again, hearsay. <laughs> it's just hearsay. Yeah. So he's, he's with Saffron Barker. Yes, the YouTuber. Is yeah. she a YouTuber? She is a YouTuber, yeah. yeah. You can tell she's... I, th- I think she's 19 and you yes, can tell she's one of the young. youngest yeah, yeah, yeah she doesn't have a Wikipedia page <laughs> oh really and it, suddenly you realise okay yeah so that's a that's an old fashioned thing that's old hat now yeah, is it it's oh, a little bit like saying God. you know well he's not in Debrat <laughs> <laughs> who's who <laughs> yes um, interestingly the the, um, the the thing I did look at on Wikipedia I had a look at um, Mike Bushell's Wikipedia entry okay <laughs> let me tell you this I don't know this for a fact but I think Mike Bushell writes his own Wikipedia okay first off he doesn't have his age Right. So you know you have a box and it says yes. name, married, date of birth. Date yeah, of yeah. birth. That's gone. That's been edited off. Interesting. Here's uh, a little bit of it, which <laughs> makes me believe that there's a level of knowledge here, which is both not interesting to anyone who is not Mike Bushell, yeah. but is also too specific for anyone who is not Mike Bushell Brilliant. to okay. have written down. Yeah. Bushell is a half-northerner, half-southerner, spending his teenage years in Yorkshire after growing up in Hertfordshire, attending Ashwell School, where his father John was headmaster. When he was eight, he started his own newspaper called The Daily Owl and sold it and delivered it to friends in the village for 1p. He once got into trouble for giving away his new Christmas present as a prize for a competition. His ambition at this young age was to be either a zookeeper or a field biologist, but after a jape with a weasel went disastrously wrong, he had to change tack. Oh no, come on. The- he thinks he's a proper wag doesn't he uh, he might well do i think i think if so. you were at the school where your dad was the headmaster i think you'd develop that personality pretty it, quickly so. i'm fun no really come on guys yeah. i'm fun <laughs> Hang out my me. comic I'm, I'm no stool pigeon <laughs> it's only a penny for the daily owl <laughs> Oh, oh, now you're making me love him a little bit. That's kind of adorable. I think there is that thing, though, giving him to Katya, of course, because he is, to all intents and purposes, asexual. Oh, yes. No, no, no. Completely. Uh, yeah, that, yeah. that said, in May 2019, he married Emily, a marketing executive whom he met in a neighbouring village. The couple <laughs> enjoy their shared family life. Oh. That's not a Wikipedia line, that's is it? That's not, is it? That's that's very odd. That says nothing and everything. It doesn't, it? They yeah. enjoy their, was it a mixed their family shared, life? Shared, shared. We've got a mixed family. Uh, <laughs> some <laughs> girls, some boys. <laughs> something for everyone. <laughs> that is a bonkers phrase. Yeah. Yeah, either he's written it or maybe uh, someone who loves him has written it. His wife is a marketing executive. <laughs> oh, hang on a second. <laughs> <laughs> she wants to give that another pass, though. That wasn't very good, the, uh, the, the just edit that. Last bit it sounded made him sound weird. Let's let's just have a quick go through of who you think the runners and riders are this okay. year. So should we start with who we think is going to win? And this is based Who's going on to seeing win? nothing. Well, no, exactly. We're ahead of the um, the curve here. Well, I know the, some of the whispers with the bookies are with um, Kelvin off of Emmerdale, right. who I remember seeing when I used to watch Emmerdale and he was sort of a lad, I think it's fair to say. Mm-hmm. And now he's this great, tall, rangy creature with like triangular shoulders and uh, l- looks like, you know, the Latin costumes would already look very well on him. Gotcha. So, um, That's why 
Mike's favourite. Exactly. And they've given him to OT, who is brilliant, and she's kind of my favourite dancer. Yeah. So I think they've got a pretty good chance, just yeah. because her choreography is always really good. And although he's an unknown quantity, I've seen a tiny little bit of, you know, the BBC Two show, a little bit of training footage, and he was he was he was all hips and shoulders, and it was very impressive. I, I think they're very, very definitely the BBC trying to gear it at the minute to get the wheels in motion for mm. OT to win. Oh, something. do you think so? Yeah, I think I think I think they love her. I think yeah. she's got a long career waiting for her. Yeah. Whenever this is over. I think she is really bright, bubbly and just charming. But this is a last minute replacement for Jamie Leng, who is the guy from Made in Chelsea. It, it is. And I think that's a big loss for the show. He is very good on those sort of little vignettes. He's, he's brilliant. He's very good when you stick a mic in front of him. Yeah, personality wise, he's he's ideal. Yeah, and, and actually he's quite a big loss in a year like this. I know. Where I think there's a lot of people who are very CBBC earnest. And <laughs> I think what yes. you needed was someone who was a little bit naughty and a, a little, little bit, bit cheeky. Yes, you're probably right, actually. I think the problem for this year is they do want OT to go on and lift that win- winner's cup. And yeah. you can understand why. She's a great sort of uh, face of this show. The problem for me is that this is the first year, of course, that her sister is a I judge. I know, which is going to look well bent if it's she ends up winning. It's <laughs> going to be weird. Although, actually, the, the public do decide in the end who actually, actually wins. But yeah, yeah th- those those final dance-off, uh, you know, the countdown thing, if the final that's going to be really bizarre, isn't it? If the final it? vote comes down to her sister, yeah. then it does have a slight sort of... They've made themselves a complication in the show there. That, they have. That There's going really to be lots of... Ex- to be there. Well, then again, it'll just give them lots of extra headlines and pointless guff in the paper about like oh was it fixed was it fixed yeah. the answer is probably usually no because OT's amazing and it sounds like this guy's actually very good so they're going to be a force to be reckoned with I think yeah um, obviously the really young ones with all the energy tend to go quite a long way so you know, in, in, in the way that the Duracell bunny might so yeah. <laughs> Saffron Barker does look like a pro- promising one as well yeah and um, the soap actresses always usually have a bit of musical theatre training or something yeah. going on there. So like I think Catherine they take Tilsley it seriously or, as well. Yeah, they do. Because there's a bit of a panic as to what's next. Yeah, exactly. And Emma Barton looks like she'll be really good at ballroom, but who knows what her Latin's like. But she's she already walks with a kind of, you know, a very long neck and she's very, I'm just very lucky to be here and she's terribly polite. She I, looks like someone who's already the Katie Derham of ballroom. Yeah, I'm the happy swan. Oh, the happy swan. The That's happy nice. Should we call her that from now on? <laughs> she is a happy swan. She's lovely. She seems delightful. I think there is a thing that is 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 underestimated, really, and that is is the popularity of the dancers. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to Absolutely. the celebrities. Absolutely. So I. But think they aren't allowed to tell them that because otherwise they get big heads and ask for <laughs> yeah. more money. So I think there's there's some funny things. Like I think I think um, Emma Weymouth, who is I refuse to use her hereditary. You're not going to call her the countess. <laughs> I am not. No, no, it's not something I recognise. Fair um, dinkum. <laughs> I think such uh, an anarchist. <laughs> I think uh, as I comment on. Uh, her performance in Strictly Come Dancing. It really is like watching the world burn. Um, <laughs> there were two Emmas though, so it's going to be, have to be Happy Swan and Emma. Yes, otherwise it'll just Emma. be yeah, fair enough. Okay. Um, uh, Emma Weymouth is, is um, partnered with Aliash. Yeah, and, and that's think... a that's a good partner to get. right? It is. Yeah, I that think... means they don't think you're absolute rubbish because Aliash is so popular with the Absolutely. women. Absolutely. I think I think you're also seeing like um, this year with with Anton Dubek being given Emma Barton. I think there's a sense of this may be one of the last chances that Anton has to yes. actually do something. Yes, true. And, of course, I think, you know, he is a key part of this. He has over the years, I think a little bit like Bruno. Yeah. He's slightly beginning to stick out. 
Well, I know what you mean, but I think you have to remember the audiences are older. Mm. The ones who are still sitting down watching BBC One on a Saturday night at seven o'clock, that's an older demographic. And if they don't have an Anton mm. or someone they can see who's sort of representing them, then that you're going to not necessarily lose them because the brand in itself is strong enough. But he's a really important part of that show. Yeah. Uh, the el- the older male, like they're losing that kind of someone. But my mum, you know, still dreams of one day waltzing out with Anton. <laughs> that is a powerful kind of a pull, I think, I, for older I viewers. Could really see him even next year graduating to the judges yeah, table yeah. And, and, I, and personally for me it would be at the expense of Bruno you were going to take Bruno out aren't you I you, am, want, you yeah. want him gone I, I think I think he's he's got shtick that when the shtick is on is really annoying yeah. when he's not got the shtick on he's actually great oh he's got he's got all that expertise and he's got loads to say but he always insists on it's my kind of t- toes curl the minute his butt rises from oh, his chair which it does every time he ever says anything now you're right he needed to leaven that with a bit of you know the, the gravitas the stuff he actually knows what he's talking about he plays to the audience in a way that I find is a little little bit it just takes you out the moment he can't help himself and no. you know the fact that you're always worrying about well i'm always anxious about he feel, he falls off his chair once a series now uh, yeah. at least that has to stop yeah put a guardrail around the back or something just make it stop and you can't imagine that like the producers haven't gone over and said the, the chair thing is great but it's a bit itv if you do it yeah. it's, it's like no. bradley walsh cracking up in the chase all yes, the time exactly you know if it happens it's starting to look like you're not really being sincere <laughs> yeah. and then it makes all the times you have been sincere yeah look insincere it does and, and that's it's a just, bit of a shame it's shrill you're right I think I love Bruno. I genuinely do. Um, I would like him to just notch it down like totally. a bit this year. Uh, I mean, if he could keep a level of like Jeanette Manana, <laughs> I can never get Man-ra-ra. her surname. Manrara. The fact I call her Manana and it's less silly than her actual name. <laughs> And welcome to the musical podcast. I'm Kiri. And I'm Jade. And I'm Dave. Dave's on keys. But we don't play that too much because otherwise we'll have to pay some people rights money. Yeah. Uh, we do a live show where comedians come and sing their favourite musical theatre songs in front of a live audience. This podcast is us bringing that person inside of a building. <laughs> welcome to Just a Minute with Jade Adams. <laughs> I panicked. Enjoy. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. 
they had a brilliant little clip of her when she was a, a teenage girl, you know, about sort of 12, 13. Yeah. And she was dancing on this professional show. They showed a thing from her native, I believe it's Chile, Colombia. I uh-huh, can't remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It could be Brazil. Um, more likely Brazil. And they showed one of those, those sort of early 90s Brazilian magazine shows. I bet that looked amazing. The, v- the VHS quality. It, it was bright. You know, when colours oversaturated. Yes. And there was yeah, some yeah. kind of routine they were doing where there were a load of prepubescent girls dressed in PVC lying on the floor like they'd been murdered. It sounds like mini pops. It didn't. It looked just like the mini pops. And they showed it on the thing. And she was like, oh, this is my first time. And they were like, oh, yeah, it's amazing. And with the money that she made from doing this show, she then went, had proper dancing lessons. Oh. Very Amazing. sweet little story. Yeah, yeah. But I did watch it and I thought, is no one going to say this looks like it's really illegal? Um, the whole thing is creepy <laughs> yeah, as. That doesn't sound good. I, w- I would say don't look No, no, I won't because the search history on my computer. Just go on to iPlayer. I'm, I'm sure that logs it, but they might think you're watching it for other reasons. It was really creepy. That <laughs> sounds horrible. She's really, apologies, I've got a cold at the minute. Oh. I'm, I'm super aware there it sounded like I just died and my <laughs> spirit had left my body. He was getting too excited at the thought of the mini pops in the weird outfits. <laughs> You've got some other sort of like popular people I mean Karen uh, whatever her surname is at the minute Karen Hower we're now calling Karen her Karen Hower um, she's part no of longer the, Clifton yeah. Chris Ramsey yes I, I think Karen is my favourite of the dancers is she yeah. why though because I think she brings a contemporary feel and it's not just because she's got that she shaved half her hair off space bisexual hair yeah. <laughs> so exciting but when she dances she dances in a way that if you look at say Diane Diane yeah. has got a sort of oh I love her cute bubbly yeah. fun sort of thing and there's a part of Karen that you begin to kind of go, I could really see her doing proper avant-garde sort of stuff. Her body shape is entirely different from all the other dancers okay, yeah, who yeah, are very yeah. girly. And she she is this sort of Amazonian She's more of a powerhouse, woman. isn't Absolutely. she? Absolutely. Yeah. And I find her, you know... That's her, doing it for you, I can tell. Oh, massively, <laughs> massive. That one last year was, was she, where they did a um, sort of uh, a Cuban dance. They had sort of big... Oh, yes, no, Charles, the guy from EastEnders. That's the one. She... Who's, who's incredible as well. I had the most extraordinary body shape. And the, together, the two of them did look sort of Yes, they insane. did. I've entirely written him out of my memory of that. <laughs> it's just her doing it for me. Yeah. In a deserted warehouse. It's wonderful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> over and over, forever and ever. Yeah. And I think, I think one of the people that we've not mentioned who I think is going to be, um, well, two actually. I mean, one yeah. is Michelle Visage, mm. who I think is the best booking on this series. Well, I mean, she's certainly she's certainly the biggest personality, I think. Um, and sort of, she, she has got sort of proper clout and she, she's a judge on uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm. And she's, you know, she's known around the world. She, she and seems, they always have an American, don't they? Yeah. And she seems to me like one of those people who I think is going to be a dark horse. So, Do you think so? Again, on Wikipedia, I had a look. She actually made her name on the New York club scene. She was a receptionist uh-huh. at a, a shop, but she made her name on the New York club scene because she was a like leading global voguer. Okay, so she'll be able to throw shapes. It's more about whether she can keep it totally. moving. Yeah, but of yeah. course, voguing is slightly about also hitting the beat. Yeah, that's and hitting true. the beat is one of those things that so many of the males, especially sports stars... Oh, God, no rhythm. No. We they, have to talk about James Cracknell in a minute. But yeah. um, I think you're right. Michelle Visage, you don't get given Giovanni. No. Absolutely. For no reason. There's going to be something going on in that incredible Absolutely. frontage there. I think she could be a brilliant dark horse. Can we talk about who I think is going to go first? 
It's James Cracknell. Do you? <laughs> well, he went on and on about how he literally cannot walk in a straight line. And he's just, and he looks like one of those sort of stiff, slightly posh Englishmen who doesn't, doesn't quite have the fluidity of limbs. He's a sports person. He's not terribly exciting to listen to. I'm sure he's a nice man, but he yeah. didn't have lots to say. And they've partnered him with, with oh, Luba. Luba, so yes. They've partnered him with Luba. And yeah, one of the slightly anonymous news. She flies slightly under the radar. Dancers, yeah. So it's not like a big, a big named in terms of the dancers anyway. No. And I think they've given him a tango oh, for his God. first dance, which shows up every floor because it's slow and precise. And I think they're, that's massively setting him up for a, well, look, mate, you tried, but you're just yeah. a stiff bunch of old limbs and you can't do it. I, I just can't see him pulling that one out of the bag. I did uh, a lot about the betting ah, on this because ooh. you can bet on Strictly. Yes, you can, uh, yeah. Which is fascinating. Because it does go out live, so the, there's no way of... The, the, interesting. So I went through all of the ages okay. of every winner ah. and I broke it down into gender. Have you profiled? I have, yeah. This is exciting. So okay. the... the a- We're going to make people money here. Are we going to charge for this? Or? I, uh, <laughs> I, I, you actually do tend to know who the winner is long before it happens, don't you? You've got a good record on Usually, this. just because, yes, because there's a combination of factors that's never best answer. Yeah. It's usually pretty easy to spot from about, yeah, four weeks before the end, I think. Yeah. Got, yeah. Okay, well, I think we, what we're going to do is we are going to put a little bit of money, our own money on. To, okay. Because I think it'll be good as the yeah. weeks go on if we have a, an ongoing battle. There has to be something at stake. <laughs> you know it, you know it. And, and hopefully both of us will win £100,000. Yeah, and I'll give it all to charity, obviously. I'll say that now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be keeping it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so over the 16 series, there have been obviously 16 winners. There was yeah. no years where they just went, no, no one's <laughs> no getting one. it. You're all winners. Um, it's a average age of 31.4. Yes. Okay. That sounds now, about right. Now that 0.4 is not four months. It's just when you work it out in tens. It's I, the, I get what averages are. Great. I'm down with this. Well, I took out the two outliers and the two outliers are Joe McFadden in series 15, okay. who was 42. So that was the oldest. Oh, he was a very young 42 though. A yes, young and vigorous he? 42. Yeah. And then the very youngest, I think, <laughs> is Louis. Uh, oh, the, the gymnast. The yeah, yeah. Yeah. 10. Yeah. Series 10, he, he was, was 23. He was <laughs> <laughs> wow, that beard was something for a 10-year-old. <laughs> he was 23. Now, if you take okay. out the outliers, it takes it down to 31.2. Okay, right. So the winner is most likely to be about 31. Ooh. Okay. The only person this year who is 31 is Will Bailey, oh. who is the, uh, the Paralympian. And so- they've partnered him with... Jeanette Manana. Yeah. So that's actually quite telling because, she, again, she is sort of always potentially someone who could win. She's got, yeah. there's something about her and of, her personality seems to be much bigger. Yeah. Whenever they do, my favourite bits of any live show are Claudia upstairs, the gang, they've, they've set up a little skit or something. There's a glitter cannon usually at some stage. Yeah. And Jeanette is always down the front kind of being the personality, never in an annoying way. You just kind of want to pick her up and go, oh, you're lovely. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I like her a lot. She's married to Aliash yeah. in real life. And there's a funny thing and where still I think I don't hate her. How? How? <laughs> there is a funny thing where if you see them, you'd sort of go, I mean, she's sort of, oh, is she a bit annoying? Yeah. Is she a bit, she's a bit sort of too much energy. Yeah. She's like a little bean. Is there something a little bit embarrassing about her? And then you go, nah, nah. look who she's married to. Nah. And you go, no, she's the greatest woman on earth, clearly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're clearly the greatest couple on earth. I hope there's nothing dark and awful going on behind the, their lovely smiles. Because <laughs> between the two of them, I think they're probably like the, the most adorable couple yeah, on the aren't they? Um, yeah. After Will Bailey, who is 31, which is the peak okay. age, yeah. you're looking at Chris Ramsey, 
and Emma Weymouth at 33, hmm. who are the closest. Yeah. I don't think any of those are going to go on to win it. Can posh people dance? I'm going to put the question out there. Can <laughs> posh people really actually dance? Darcy Bustle, could she? was quite posh. Yes. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'll be interested to see if she can. I don't know. She doesn't She doesn't have the ease. She doesn't move. Like when she was on the introduction show, um, Emma Weymouth wasn't sort of moving with uh, particular no. um, ease. And, uh, you know, you'd think with their sense of entitlement, they would just be able to stride <laughs> into glide. rooms. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But not. I didn't get that, that vibe from her at all. <laughs> So that's the winners, but mm. the losers is a sort of more interesting Yes, uh, okay. Case. So I had a look at the look first down this. out. Now, this goes back to Series 1, the first person voted out. And I always ask you this. I've asked you this a million times. Oh. But do you know who the very, very first oh, I'm person forget again. to be voted out? How do I keep... Now, most people will hear this, and the name really won't mean very much to them no. at all. So the first person to be voted out was Jason Wood who was a comedian who at the time was not very well known at all. No. Really, it was it was because Strictly was not really it was an unknown quantity. No, it was it was it started I mean it started fairly small. It did get big quite quickly, but that series wasn't yeah. necessarily yeah. Jason had a good agent and they managed to get wow. him on this uh, yeah. on this show and he was out the first week. Uh, I was working with him at the time, which is oh. really why it stuck with me. I went over to his house the following week and he was devastated. I bet because you could already see it was kind of taking off. Yeah, but mm. again, part of the history of Strictly, they never mentioned, you know, who is those weird little things. <laughs> yeah, who was the yeah, first yeah. person to be voted off Strictly? Oh my gosh. It should be a trivia question that most people know the answer so to. So what is the profile going forward through all the series then of the, what, what kind of person usually gets booted first? It's age. It, okay. it, it's primarily age. It tends to be people in their late 50s and 60s oh, as a really? killer age. If you're in the 60s, you, ha- you have a nightmare. Oh. Um, the names, I mean, some of them are, you will not remember they were in Strictly. Oh, come on. Try okay? me. I bet I know. If I'm going to quickly run through all, right. all of the people who went out first. Okay. Jason Wood. Quentin Wilson. Oh, God. Series three, Siobhan Hayes. Who? <laughs> she was an actress from my family. Oh, God. It meant nothing to me. Oh. She was actually an outlier in that she was 31. Okay. Uh, number four, the newsreader, Nicholas Owen. Okay, didn't remember him doing it. No, number five, Brian Capron, who was an Emmerdale actor. Yes, that's right. He wasn't here baddie. Yes. Series mm, six, Phil it. Daniels. Hit for... Phil Daniels. Phil Daniels. You wait till you get to series I seven. This is you your making. You're gaslighting me. <laughs> series seven. First person out. Martina Hingis. What? Everyone this is has like forgotten. This is like an alternate, like, like parallel universe. Season eight. Goldie. Season oh, nine. Edwina him. Curry. Okay, I remembered her. Season ten. Johnny Ball. Uh, oh. Eleven. Tony Jacklin. Twelve. Didn't remember Greg him. Wallace. Greg Wallace. Yeah. Thirteen. Ewan Thomas. Okay. Yeah. I remember him. Fourteen. Melvin O'Doom. And oh, yes, and that was a bit of a scandal. 15 was Chizzy, who was the EastEnders actress. That's right, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Martina Hingis, Phil Daniels. What the hell? Who who remembered? And what, what <laughs> a nightmare. Martina Hingis? What a nightmare. You booked both of those two and they're out in week one. I know. One. I will still need my full payment. <laughs> well, quite. Yeah, and I know. That must and, have been... and annoyingly, that's what we put in the contract. <laughs> yeah, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's bad, though. When they get when they get a dancer of colour, we are massive racists and vote them out on the first episode. There is a preponderance of, of people who are not simply young white yeah, 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 males yeah. here who it was get always kicked a, out first. Always a thing on Big Brother, uh, the first out every year was um, a woman who was perhaps slightly opinionated or had lots to say. <laughs> always the first out. You could spot them Don't a mile off. you go on Big Brother. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Get lost, Mark. <laughs> um, the average age of the people who go out first is 49. Okay. So that's uh, 18 year difference. It's fully Logan's it. run with it tap really shoes. It really yeah. is. Now, the only person who is bang on 49 in this year's competition, mm. is Uh-oh. the footballer David James. 
Okay. Now, David James is also the bookie's favourite to go out first. Oh, really? This not morning, James Cracknell? Not James Cracknell. Whoa. No, James Cracknell, I think, is third uh, favourite. I think. Is it's, it because we're massive racists? Well, it's David James. It's then um, the BBC newsman, whose name I've said 13 times and I've already <laughs> forgotten. Mike Bushell. Mike Bushell is number two and, and James Cracknell is number three. Wow. I think you're onto something until mm. I came with the knowledge of the dance that David James is doing oh. on Saturday. Not a jive. He's like 18 feet tall. He's doing a foxtrot to <gasps> three lions. Oh, God. Three lions? No, no mm. one can dance that and it not be a disaster. No, it's going to be bad, isn't it? Yeah, but I, I weirdly... And, I, I, and a foxtrot's hard, isn't I, it? I came here going, well, David James is going to be the first one out. I think, oh, I think it's between him and, and Mike Watsit. But the... The reality is, when you say the James Cracknell thing, I cannot picture James Cracknell being able to dance at no, all. No, I really can't see it. I think, I don't know, because David James, they put him with Nadia, who's the incredibly pulchritudinous uh, sort of Scandi babe. Yeah. But yeah, Foxtrot to Three Lions, that isn't... And he's got this really strange Mr. Whippy hair. And they showed in the <laughs> introduction show that all he's like, he, he changes his look like drastically, yeah. constantly. And he's talking about being a grandfather and he kind of looks like an underpants model. <laughs> most I confused like- by him. Him and Karen Hauer to dress up as each other. Oh my God, they could with the hair pointing in opposite directions. I don't know what I'd do. That would be a show dance right oh, there, wouldn't it? He could that, just stand still. For and me, that would be just... something else entirely. <laughs> <laughs> and then they start kissing. It's wonderful. <laughs> oh, oh, couldn't be good. <laughs> We haven't, we haven't talked about that one person who is, who is really one of the bookies' favourites okay, as well. Go on. Um, Alex Scott. Alex Scott. So Alex Scott is the Arsenal ladies footballer. Yes. Uh, okay. And she's with Neil. It's his first series. Neil yes. and Katia are no longer a couple. Now let's remember as well. Mm. Neil. I think this is his. This is his first series. As a, he's as a getting a partner. Yeah. He's been in the background a, that's often. Right. He's mm. a really good choreographer. He's yes. a, he's award winning ballroom dancer. Oh, they all are. Yeah. I think there's an attempt here which is that internal BBC morality. Mm. They have given Katya a bit of a stinking partner. Yeah. They have given Neil a... A promotion. A big promotion. And a good partner. A leading, probably the leading female prospect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think in the morality tale they want to do, they want Katya to go up really soon and they want Neil to win this. Oh, I think there's no question that that's the order they'll go in. Mm. Whoever gets, I don't know who's, how far the, how far um, uh, Alex Scott and her partner are going to get. But yeah, I think Katya is not long for this yeah. series and she knows it. I, I think if There Alex was talk Scott, of her not getting a partner this year. I think was. they were the rumours because, you know, as if to punish her, again, morally... But the BBC can't be seen to do that. No. So they have to punish her, of course, in, yeah. in less obvious ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've given you this cupboard to be your partner. <laughs> a double wardrobe. Yeah. Don't get in the... Yeah, get out of the wardrobe. We know what you get up to. Um, <laughs> you know, you know I, was in, I was in Edinburgh this year and Sean Walsh, obviously, who uh, was the, the thorn in Katia and Neil's side, yeah. um, he did a whole show about how yeah. he just made one stupid mistake and it ruined his whole career. It was jaw-dropping. Absolutely. I, yeah. I do feel, you know, for her, it must be a really difficult thing to go back to work. God, really you know, hard. Yeah, really yeah, yeah. Difficult. And to have that thing where you can sort of, I suppose you hope for the best. But yeah. then when these things happen, when they give you the, the, the 52-year-old man yeah. who refuses to put his age on Wikipedia, <laughs> you begin going, oh, okay, this is heading in one direction. Yeah, and it's actually, it is. There's, there's so much passive aggression in the doling out of partners on this show. You know, as a dancer, what they think of you. It's like being picked for netball, isn't it? It's like, really we've is. given you the fat one or it we've really given you the, the stiff one who can't move. It, you just, you know instantly where the producers rate you. <laughs> 
yeah. <laughs> in that Absol- year's show. They've also done it. I mean, rather than give her someone like a Cracknell who is going to struggle yeah. and go out, I think they've just sort of gone, you must have someone who is the furthest thing away from yeah. sexuality. Yeah. You, you, you know, you, you're we not, don't want you're not you associated it. with anything. Yeah. Remember the routine that her and Sean did after the photo came out and it was in the papers and everything? Yeah. And that, like they had to come back. And God, obviously, whatever routine they were doing, I think they nixed it and they gave them some kind of like hokey, yeah. hoedown thing to do. Where they, where they were dressed hands. as bakers or something. Yeah, and literally were shaking hands a <laughs> it lot. It ends with them patting just, each other on the back. <laughs> just, although, although obviously people are tuning in kind of, you know, just to mawkishly. It, it must have made that show so difficult. I wish we'd be doing this last year just I for know. that bit where oh, they went God. on It Takes Two. And it was like... <laughs> was he in the dapper last polar neck of contrition? <laughs> <laughs> they sat them down and it was like a thing where they had to apologise to yeah. the glorious leaders just for, for moral in, in delinquency. Yeah, it yeah, was, yeah. as far as television goes, I mean, that I'm sure is not on the iPlayer. I'm sure that's long gone. Unlikely, yeah. That is something yeah. that people will be asking for in years to come for clip shows <laughs> and it will have mysteriously awful. disappeared. It didn't happen. No, it never happened. It was, <laughs> yeah. a, it was that Mandela effect. <laughs> Catty didn't get up on Mandela. No, no, no. no. <laughs> um, yeah, the bookies' top three of who's going to win okay. are uh, Kelvin Fletcher, uh, Karim, whose name I haven't written down. Oh, the little fella from who does the thing with Hacker the Dog. Yes. From, from CBBS. Yeah, no, he's, yes. he's, he's a very likeable lad. He's very Blue Peter, very up. And Easy to love. He is actually the book, the bookie's fave. Oh, really? But he's with Amy, who is the Welsh dancer. She is the most Welsh dancer very in Welsh. any place, well, Wales or elsewhere. She is she is incredibly lovely. Isn't she? She's and lovely. I think she, she's got a good chance of doing it, but yeah. it, it depends how the public take to her, I think. Well, I think she's always really popular. She I remember she had Brian Connolly one year. Mm-hmm. And I think I think she keeps people in longer than they might otherwise stay. And she's getting she's quite sort of quiet, but she's getting more and more recognisable as the series go on. And I think she's like one of those dancers that has broken through. Got you. That they are going as to be a, pair, a, a dangerous couple. They are, because they're going to be cute and lovely and, and the audiences will love them. The judges will say how lovable they are. Yeah. I, I think that's going to carry them a long way through. Grand. So you're going for Cracknell as first out? I think definitely. And although now what you said about David James, that slightly depresses me. I, I at least want to see how he dances. He's such an unusual looking man. Yeah. With his, with his choice of well, hair. Well, I'm going and... to put, I'm going to put a bet on uh, David James going out. So if you do Cracknell, I, I do will, James. I will bet on Cracknell then, yeah. How uh, much Cracknell. are we, uh... Uh, two and a half thousand pounds. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. We don't mess around. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking five, but okay, if you want to pussy out. <laughs> uh, who do you think is going to be in the, the final when it comes in so December? So the final, where we, is it three in the final now or four in the final? Well, let's do three. I'm, I'm, they, I know they, they change okay. it every now and then to, to, to drag it out. The, the other thing about Strictly, I always think is they could do with it being a slightly shorter run. Oh, I know. I always get after, Too many dancers. After, yeah. Uh, okay, my final three, I'm going to say it's going to be Kelvin and OT. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've no final three. Emma and Anton. I'd say probably not. But I like. I like. I fancy those. So I think she's going to be quite good. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Will Bentley and Jeanette Manrara. Ra, 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 ra. I'd like that to happen. Yeah, that's going to come down to him, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And I think. I think there's actually. I mean, there is something to be said, which is if you are a Paralympian, you do have some of the shortcomings yes. that affect you in ballroom. Yeah, and things like that, where they are looking for technique and that whole thing of extension of limbs and things. Yeah. Which, as a Paralympian athlete. That can be something which it's not in your control no, exactly. to be able to improve I know upon. exactly. And um, if they're starting to talk about his hands, he's got his condition affects his hands and the yeah. way they're positioned. So there'll be all, I'm sure there'll be all kinds of, hopefully not allowances, but they'll they'll understand that yeah. his body can do so much and, you know, mark him accordingly. Yeah. Um, but I no, I think he's got a really good chance. But also Alex Scott, I, it's, it's toss up the between Alex Scott and Neil, mm-hmm. depending on how liked he is or how warm the audience feel towards him. I yep. don't know. I'm not sure about him yet. Um, or Kareem and Amy. 
I think I think the top three. I think it's going to be Kelvin, Karim, and Alex Scott. Although Alex Scott, uh, as a sportswoman, is an unknown quantity. She looks good. On she paper. looks great, and obviously she made that leap from the game to punditry because yep. she's she's got the chat. So yep. I imagine she'll be good in Bright, those adaptable post-match interviews. It just comes down to the fact that as a sportsman, sometimes they just lack they lack oh. the ability to hear music and move to it. I know they do. You know, not the, everyone can be Peter Crouch. It, they always say it's something about the dis- the discipline I've had to discipline my body in this way. So. Don't Dancing is the, or the opposite of that, yeah. but I don't know. It's like you're just lacking of a sense of rhythm, but we'll see. That's uh, episode one. We're going to know everything a little bit better come Saturday. We're going to do Sunday. That's right. And obviously then we'll know who's gone and we can rake over the coals of that. And yeah, no, that'll be really interesting. Yeah. So all we'd ask you to do in the meantime, just to help us out, is to like, tell people about this podcast, subscribe, rate five stars only please we have no time for anything under five stars it's too busy we're just too busy (laughs) Um, so uh thank you very much for joining us uh and uh keep listening rating reviewing uh passing on information to your friends (laughs) that was stinky and dancing goodbye All of television history is contained in the Box of Delights. I've climbed up Nelson's column once before. These are small. And put it down in front of Bagpuss. I'm Julia Rayside. Join me and my guests as we dip into our favourite TV memories. You can't tell me what to do, you ain't my mother! I love when a plan comes together. Come and tell us what yours are too. We've all been told we can't discuss nominations. It's a bit of car air. Shut up with a novel on the top. I think I like you, Lovejoy. Find us on Twitter at Box Delights Pod and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Great.